We're back to the warehouse for the second ball and play tournament. It's opening day, baby. Let's talk crits ball. Welcome to the Blitzball Boys, the podcast about ball sports in the warehouse, but lately about crits ball. I'm your co-host, Brendan Ruppel, along with my fellow host, Peter Del Rey. Hey, Brendy. This hey. is a, a big week for you. This is, uh, so I've said it on here before. I love ball and play. It's my favorite thing the warehouse puts out. You have not been as into it, but you're getting into it. I, did you ever end up watching the last tournament? I never got around to watching the last tournament. Um, oh, put the boo sound effect. Boo, boo him. <laughs> I'm the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they but, like it. So what so did you think? Did you watch the practice games at least? I didn't even get through the practice game. I ran, <laughs> ran out of right. time. Cut the pod short. We're done. <laughs> I didn't I'm even watch this out. first game at all. I don't know what the hell we're going to talk about. <laughs> uh, no, I, I figured at some point, I'm like, well, this kind of stuck up on me. I gotta just, I'm just going to watch the first game, and I'm sure I'll figure it out eventually. And watching like half of the practice game, I think, was enough to sort of grasp it. Because I, I think I watched maybe the yeah. first game of ball and play last round, and it wasn't that I didn't like it. I think I was like, oh, this is cool, and then I just fell off for whatever reason. Um, so I sort of had a little bit of a background going into it, but not enough to jump in and be like, oh, yeah, I, I know what's going to happen. I was a little confused hey, at first. Um, hody, hody, hody. But they do a really good job for new listeners and watchers explaining and slowing it down and making like and again we'll always compliment the, the edit team um and just the people that put this on they know that not everyone knows what the hell crits ball or ball and play is so they're going to do a great job i, I, I think what is, what is jimmy's this that wasn't in the uh the training video right that was his first video where jimmy pauses it in between the first inning or whatever and is like this is what the scoreboard means and this is what the rules yeah, it was are just before okay just be- was it the pregame for this one um, I think it was the pregame. Like that stuff is super helpful. Like I, I paused the screen and looked at it quickly. Like, oh, if you just read it once and then see it yeah. happen in front of you. And I think that along with showing the rules, that each time they highlight a rule, they'll show you what it looks like too. So those little edits, super helpful. As long as you, as you see it along with reading the rule, it kind of cements it in your brain a little bit. Very helpful. Yeah, the whole thing is super simple. Like, all you have to do, once you get it explained, new. it's very, like, yeah, it's just new. It's very intuitive once you, like, start to learn about it a little bit. Um, I think, like, the most confusing thing that you said was, like, if they get three overs, you didn't know what would happen. Because they made a, they made, I'm sorry, three wickets. Three wickets, yeah. Because they made a big deal about the wickets, but they didn't really, you felt as though they didn't really explain it too well. Um, so for anyone listening who doesn't know, three wickets in an inning. So whether that be them getting a player out while it's running, catching a ball on the fly, or getting the ball, the bold ball, into the circle on that like expanded strike zone thing, um, is a wicket. You get three. If you get three of them, that half inning is over. Not the over is over. The whole half inning is over, and you like rob the other team. Of potentially getting a, of a lot, lot more of chances, runs. yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Because so, when they when the, they got the first wicket of the game and they were very excited about it, and then nothing really came of it. So if you just get one wicket in an entire half inning, it just kind of acts as a dot ball, essentially. What? If say you get you get one wicket, you don't get yeah. the other two. 
It just acts yeah, as a dot ball. Yeah, it's effective, effectively a dot ball. Okay. Yeah. Which are Which also still good. really still good. Still very good. Right. Dot balls are great. Jimmy had six in this game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that just goes to show you how important it is to just make contact with the ball. Yeah. I mean, with that, Brendan, do you want to burn it? Yeah. <laughs> I'll burn it real fast. Uh, so we we have been, at least I can only speak for myself, kind of stressing about how we're going to do this. Um, I know that I know that for me, at least taking notes was um, going to be a big question mark. I didn't know, really know how to take them. It was like an ever-changing spreadsheet that I had with the actual notes I wrote and the like stats that I kept down. And with all that stress also came with like, how are we going to burn this? Because unlike in Blitzball, there isn't like highlight plays. You know, there's mm-hmm. essentially every pitch unless, you know, something really fortuitous happens for the defending team. Like there's runs being scored. Left so and right. if you want to hear an hour-long burn, <laughs> Brendan can do an hour yeah. long burn. But you know what I'm um, going to do? I'm we, just going to put the burn music behind this entire episode. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. Um we are uh we're still trying to figure out what we're going to do in place of a burn. So, we could get just straight into a recap and I could get that going if you'd like. I mean, we could we could just dabble. We could do a light recap. You don't have to go super heavy if you want to just start maybe yeah. like give a give a highlight from each inning and we can talk about it'll it'll lead to some conversations just about um what is going on in ball and play and things like especially more for me i guess i'll i'll be like the the newbie and you're you'll be the expert in this scenario and i'll stuff that you okay. bring up will kind of help me take, take it easy brendan bring, experts are tough well, I mean, comparatively with the two of us <laughs> but I, mean, it, I guess you know um so like just to start it off First first inning, first half inning over the first uh, three overs, Jimmy did an amazing job pitching. Mm-hmm. Jimmy's pitching was incredible today. You know, he they held, we got ice to 35 runs, which is really low considering the fact that, you know, there's the potential to score 36 runs one over. Uh, like, obviously, that's not... The expectation, because that means it, it, that means you're hitting six home runs over. Yeah. for baseball terms, yeah, um, per over, and you get three overs. But 35 runs, just the fact that if you have one perfect over is more than the amount of runs that they held them to, insane. Aaron also did a good job in this one. I think Aaron only uh, we got ice got 11 runs off of Aaron. So, and he pitched one. He pitched one over. He pitched the second over, and then Jimmy comes in with the new rule that they didn't have last time of the golden boulder, which means Jimmy, in his first over, did not throw any bad pitches, didn't throw any no balls, and essentially what Brendan or I would call a redo-de-do, except you're penalized for it. Um, He threw none of that in the first over, so he got to pitch again. So without the golden bowler, you'd have to go to one of your a, a third bowler? That's gotcha. to, to my understanding. That's what you have to do, because mm-hmm. um, you can't have somebody bowl in two overs within the half inning unless there is that golden bowler thing. Mm-hmm. And it was huge because Jimmy was on fire today on the mound. Like yeah. I said, they kept him to the thirty-five in the first. And I was thinking at this point, wow, what a great position! Like, are we even going to see a bottom of the second? 
Yes, because Jack and Obis absolutely destroyed uh, baggage when they were at the plate. Jack was phenomenal on the mound. Jack, I believe these two overs that Jack pitched, because Jack also was a golden bowler, mm-hmm. uh, these two overs that Jack pitched, I believe were, he held them to under 10 runs both times. Yeah. Which is wild. Um, two wickets they recorded. During this bottom of the first, you put oh, it that was close. I, d- I didn't even realize because I, w- I wasn't aware of the third wicket rule. So I, I would have been on the edge of my seat yeah. more so waiting for a third wicket. That would have been very exciting. Well, I mean, the the second win- wicket was the sixth ball of the third over. Okay, so it was at the end of it anyway. So it was right at the end. Um, <clears throat> going into the second now, you know, you're thinking, oh, we got ice has a chance to pull away right. here. Well, we'll still Jimmy- suck on the uh, the first inning still. Um, okay. So both of those pitchers on different teams getting the the golden bowler helps yep. a new person realize okay cool so it, this doubly incentivizes very not like accurate pitching but just non-missing pitching just hitting that square super super important in two ways being it doesn't waste pitches you don't get non-balls which right. you can score runs on a free ball it doesn't count as a, a ball against you as a batter and if you, right. and then if you're the person that's feeling it and you're able to be relatively accurate, you get to come up again. Where I I can imagine having so many different pitchers and coming going up and down and pitching and not pitching, you're likely to have somebody that's not going to have it that day and might not be as accurate as the person that just threw really well. So you can you can find out who your best guy is if he can be accurate enough, get the golden bowler, then come up again and not waste anybody's time or get. Uh, nonsense runs essentially right and it kind of promotes offense too in the sense that like say your best pitcher in this case jimmy and jack you want them to stay in that's going to incentivize them to throw the ball at the zone which makes it a a hittable pitch Mm -hmm. um whereas it's like i guess it's always the case where you don't want a no ball no balls are only bad for you but yes like say jimmy gets completely hypothetical situation jimmy gets very nervous He's like oh i really like need to be the golden bowler next turn you know everybody else doesn't really have it today um so then you throw one that's a little more in the zone than what you would have thrown otherwise you know yeah. now yeah granted this ball isn't coming in too fast and we're, we're talking about i think like i think they said that the um the speed limit was like 35 or 40 miles an hour mm-hmm. they can't exceed that um which these guys in who are playing in blitzball battle, they're they're used to seeing you know double that, right? So it, it's a question mark as to like, yeah, these are going to be high scoring games. Obviously, it's the nature of cricket. It's the nature of this crits ball game that they came up with. Um, but it's gonna like there is this possibility where you get in your head a little. It's like mm, I really should be pitching again. Let me throw this a little more inside. Opens up for. A six to be hit, and I believe yeah. there's a couple times where that happened. Um, it's, I think it, just... it would get dangerous to get a little too accurate because then you start to like look for exactly. corners, and that's when you miss and throw no balls, which are, are way worse than just throwing over the plate because there's a chance of them making good contact. And in, we've seen a lot of people swinging really hard and just hitting it straight up in the air. And right. pop-ups are horrible in, in this league. You don't want to hit a pop-up because the best-case scenario, it's a one. Worst case scenario, right. it's an easy wicket. Right, exactly, and and that's what you're seeing these guys learn, and you're even seeing these these professionals 
learn like how to navigate the warehouse and stuff, mm. right? So that's the end of the first. Going into the second, you know, We Got Ice has this chance to pull away. Oh, they finished the first inning up, which is like so important when you're the when you're the first team batting, you know, mm-hmm. when you're the uh, away team as it is. Yeah. They get in and they fucking destroy. Like they get 42 runs. In this first again, top still, of the second, we're both still right? like learning the scope of what's like a great inning. That's it, but it sounds like right. a great inning though. It sounds like, well. I mean, they've gotten they got six more runs than the last inning. They put themselves ahead by forty nine or forty eight. Right. You know, you're seeing this team that barely got thirty in the first inning. Right. That's a good way to look to at it too, because I'm trying 49. to figure out what like a serious deficit is. Right. And when you look at it that way, like, oh, well, they only scored this many the first time. If they double that what they did the first time, they still lose. Well, well, the big thing that you're going to see is, or I, th- this is just an opinion. The big thing that we're going to see is as the tournament goes on, the teams are only going to get better because they're going to figure out this game a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. I mean, look at you saw, uh, Aaron, the the pro on baggage, like didn't really hit until the bottom of the second because he was still trying to figure out the difference. But like he was still hitting as though he had a cricket bat. And I believe he got two wickets while he was batting. Right. And it's like a weird, Uh, big squishy ball that's being thrown really, really slowly. Right. He got one wicket while he was batting. Yeah. You know, which is like, this is your pro. Your pro shouldn't be doing this, but he's just trying to figure out like, this is a much thinner bat than what I'm used to. And how do I hit this properly? Yeah. I mean, the hitting is almost nothing like cricket. It just yeah. happens to be a thing you swing. <laughs> yeah. That's really the only similarity. Happens, they're playing baseball on a cricket field. Yeah. That's what's happening. That, so that, that would be um, my strategy as a pitcher. I think, like, from only seeing this really once, um, I feel like you got to go straight at them always and risk getting boundary balls. It, it is what it is. It, it might, they, you got to be aggressive. You got to be super aggressive. What, what you, it has, you have to, like, take yourself out of a normal pitcher mentality yeah. of being like, they're going to score. There's no cricket game in the world where nobody is scoring. Yeah. So just be strength, okay so. with them scoring. If they score, they score. Especially in the warehouse where, like I was telling you off pod, I think that fours are going to be the most common yeah. like run scoring play that we see in this tournament. Right. Once people realize they need to really hammer it down or just like straight have like a Lou Dab approach and just try and hit line drives. Lou's going to be fucking he's gonna nuts be great. in this. I mean, he was hitting... <laughs> four balls all uh, blitz ball tournament long yeah um but yeah so my, my point was to explain to you that i think as they get better they might try and pitch like super below batting speed i think that might be like the only strategy you can have besides attacks i think everyone wants to attack right. but i think if you want to get cute you're not going to aim for spots you want to just like change speeds as best you can and the only way you can change speeds because you can't go fast is go super mega slow right i wonder if we're gonna see i wonder what the i wonder how much this ball spins when you throw it yeah i wonder if you can give it like a little cut yeah because like i understand the the whole stuff with like the faster you throw the ball the more it's going to spin the more movement you're going to get and Mm -hmm. like the the speed limit kind of puts a damper on that because it's such a slow speed limit so I wonder, because, I mean, you saw Jack figure it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Jack's balls were moving. Jimmy's balls were moving a little bit even. Um, 
Because if they're not moving and if there's not something that you're figuring out, like what you're saying with changing speeds or with movement or what, like I don't understand how so many guys are swinging and missing. Yeah. And then, like, to be fair, everybody's gotten a meatball that they've swung and missed. Yeah. At. You know, there are people who, uh, professional baseball players who swing and miss in the home run derby. Yeah. You know and I, I think mean? that's exactly what it is. It's just taking too big of a hack and yeah. it's coming up short. Yeah, we, and we didn't even really but, get that many like full on swing and miss. I think we just got a lot of foul back straight into the strike zones. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was just surprising me that we got any. Yeah. But then, like, I had to sit back and be like, okay, like I'm just used to blitz ball, and if your timing's like, off, then, you're gonna go right through it because it's such a light right. bat too. Right. All these guys look like fucking athletes. It's crazy. Um. So that goes in. Baggage goes in with a 48 run deficit mm-hmm. into the bottom of the second. And for the first over, or I should say for the first five balls of the first over, I was like, nope, they are, they're going to lose because Luke got thrown out for a wicket trying to get greedy um, for a third run. And Jack had a beautiful play to get that wicket. Like, what a good throw that was. <laughs> yeah. And he got him by a mile. Right. And then Aaron hit that six to end the inning. Uh, yeah, which, which he, we hadn't seen him think, do much of before, so it was good to see him, like, start, right. start to like, make great adjustments and figure it out. That's right where he, where he figured it out. Yeah. Right then and there. And then it kind of got like, oh, this is now Aaron's game. Because I think Aaron had mm-hmm. one run scored before this. Um <clears throat> He hits that six, and at that moment, after the first five balls, and I was like, we got ice has this, Aaron hits the six, and I was like, holy shit, Baggage is going to win this game. Right. Because then you see in the bottom, because it's like Aaron's finding his groove. Jimmy's doing amazing the whole game. You know, Jimmy gets dotted twice to start the second over and then gets a six to make up for it. That was after Aaron Um, talked to him. He's like, hey, man, I just figured it out. This is what you got to do. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll do that too. (laughs) And then hits a six. Gets a one, switches back to Aaron. Aaron gets a four, then a six, and it's just like, oh yeah. my god, this it's is. It's going back and forth. They're just like, I got it. Now you got it. I got it. Now you. It was. Yeah. It was really cool to see that back and forth. It, then Jimmy starts the third over because at the end of each over, once you get to the next one, the runner and the striker switch positions. So even though Aaron was up at the end of the second over, Jimmy was a runner. He switches. Jimmy's the striker at the next one. Obis throws a no ball immediately. And they run on it because they're in full-on aggressive mode yeah. right now. They know um, they have to be. Aaron's back up. Another four. Then he gets another hit that scores three. Uh, then Jimmy hits a six when they only needed eight runs left on four balls. And then, unfortunately for We Got Ice, um, Obus throws a no ball that they run on. No ball gives you one run. The run gives you two. Baggage wins, 79 to 78. Yeah. Awesome game. My heart was racing it by the end of it. <laughs> um, there's so much we didn't touch on that we could like talk about now, I think. Um, yeah. That's just the recap. Defense was crazy in this game. How many fours did we see get saved by Jake? And yeah, Zoe? especially early I, on I in think, the game, too. Yeah. I think um, Luke had one play where he tried to make a dive and grab, just barely ended up dropping just missed it. it, yeah. But Jake and Zoe constantly, like, I think they figured out that the defense for this is not field the ball. It's yeah. slap it away from the wall. Yeah, they're almost like playing hockey goalie against that back wall. 
That's exactly that's such a good comparison because that's exactly what it is. Yeah. You're just there and you're just trying to slap it away, preferably in like the direction of a teammate so they can get it and try and get a wicket. Um, we saw five wickets get hit in this game or get uh, recorded in this game uh, all by Jack and Jimmy. Oh, interesting. Which is pretty cool. While Jack and Jimmy were bowling, huh. which is pretty cool. Um, so you know, th- those wickets is really what showed me or taught me how important it is not to hit pop-ups. Like, cause, yep. like I said before, like the best case scenario, it is just one run, which doesn't do much for you at all. I, I think like, every pitcher would take a one run. That's a, that's a great, yeah. that's a great pitch. Um, oh yeah. And then, but like, if it, if it, you make weak contact on that pop-up, we saw some, one of the wickets to, that Jimmy caught was like the biggest baby pop-up. And it's yep. because you just, you swing really hard and, and foul it off that, that weird chubby ball that they have must have, like, it probably has a lot more weight than a, a blitz ball. So if you hit it in a certain spot, it's just kind of like kind of bloop and spin a ton and just kind of wait right there for you. Uh, and we, and we've seen a lot of blitz ball stuff where if you hit, the top of the warehouse and it couldn't rattle around up there and give people a lot of time to get underneath it and catch it. Yeah. I mean, this is a crazy sport. Um, it's so high scoring for such a small game. Yeah. Because it's, it's what it's essentially you get 36 pitches and on 36 pitches, you're scoring 79 runs, 78 runs. Mm Mm-hmm insane to think about so exciting yeah you're seeing these wickets like i was thinking this during the game it's such an asshole thing of me to say but like that strike zone is pretty fucking huge (laughs) right Um, and like just the fact that in my head i'm like just like hit the hit the zone uh when you're like when the guys are running like you don't have to be right up next to it like all these guys are doing and then i remember uh who the fuck am I to talk? I'm awful at every time kind of thing that you need your arm for. So like, <laughs> well, also like here. if you start going around throwing and you miss that that uh, strike zone, then they can keep going and get more runs. Like they it, can keep going. It, it's dangerous to just it, throw around like that. Well, if you miss it on the other side, I don't know if they if you heard them say this, um, or if they even said it in this game. They definitely said it in the training. If you go to throw it at the wickets on the other side, like uh-huh. on the bowler side, and you miss and it hits the back wall, that's four runs added to what they Really? I had no idea. Yeah. So that you want to be it's, very careful to throw on that side then. Okay. You want to be really, really careful to throw. So from defensive highlights, uh, do you want to talk about the the defensive low light in this game, or do you want me to say it? The defensive low light. Which, yeah, you say it because I don't remember which one it was. When Zoe tried to get I want to say it was Jake. Um, Zoe tried to get Jake out at one point while they were running. <laughs> and Atif jo- like got in the way of the thing oh, and like, yeah. slapped it away. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was going on there? He was saying, like, oh, he, he was actually just trying to, like, it. yeah, like, it was going to hit yeah. the wicket. And it, was get- almost, it was almost impressive the how he got in, was in the way. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was great crazy. defense. Crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, it was Jake. Atif got in the way and tried to catch it and like cuz you'll see this in in professional cricket cuz like I've seen it in Jimmy's um breakdowns of 
cricket games and mm-hmm. I've seen it in like I've watched I watched a little bit of cricket. I I want to say in like 2019 was like the Cricket World Cup or something and we had it on at work and we're just watching it at work. Uh You see like these guys the wicket keepers these guys will just throw it in to the keeper and the keeper will take it and like tap the wickets. Right. So it was, like but it was just it a misjudgment wickets. on his part not really it was going to hit anyway. Right. I think he it was also like he thought he was protecting like or he was the keeper for like a normal wicket bales and like all that stuff. Um and it wasn't it's just massive strike zone that he definitely yeah, it's like, a big didn't. Box. He could have just stood behind it. But I mean that's that's part of learning the warehouse. I think it was Jake who said warehouse baby afterwards. Yeah. Which is you know yeah, that's it's, what it's it is. The first it's game of the tournament, ball. people are going to make mistakes. People are going to make mistakes throughout the entire tournament, but especially the first game. Yeah, especially the first game. Uh, we get Jake's hitting somebody in the nuts, just like last time. You didn't watch last time. He got Luke last time. Oh, okay. Um, so he loves you know, a good shots. old, good old balls ball <laughs> to for Obus, and uh, you know you gotta feel terrible for the guy. I mean, he, he says he says it didn't hit him. He says it didn't hit him uh, in the post game. It came pretty damn close. Uh, I'm shocked it didn't hit. I mean, in that situation, I think you just have to pretend like it did hit you because it was so perfectly in the area that now people are going to think you have a small dick if it didn't hit you. You know what I mean? Wow, Brendan. So I think you just say like, oh, yeah, even if, if it hit me in the kneecap, like, oh, that, that hit my dick. Oh, <laughs> so man, you, that got the, the, the tip of my cock. Got- <laughs> Got the middle of my shaft. Wow, man, that's crazy. That hit you in the ankle. No, 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 no. That definitely got me right in the middle of my shaft. That's the only way to play it, in my opinion. Uh, You know, Obis gets hit there, then throws a no ball afterwards, and you're kind of just like, yeah, I mean, that's what happened. This guy can tell me that it didn't hit his nuts as much as he wants. Like, we all know what happened. We all know. We all know. Sure, maybe he tucks it for for athletic play, but it's still going to shock you a little bit. Yeah. I mean, so this final uh, half inning is called, at least they called it this in the the training video, it's called The Chase, right? No relation to Uh, the game show. Or Chase Matthews uh, from Zoe 101. The Chase Matthews from Zoe 101. There's a Zoe 101 movie coming out. Really? Yeah. Was she Blue Spears or no? Yeah, I know you see me standing here. Great theme song. Do I look good, my dear? <laughs> um, so <laughs> the, it's called the chase because obviously you're chasing the other team now. Yeah. You're behind. You have 49 runs to win. You're chasing to get those 49. The chase, nine out of ten times, is some of the most exciting things mm. you will see in sports. It, it makes sense awesome. that it's called that too, because you could make an argument that like, oh, well, why isn't that always what like the bottom of the ninth is called baseball? Well, there's not always like a realistic chance that that happens that they catch right. because you only have three outs, and it's much easier to get outs right. than it is to stop someone. I, I guess you just have so many more chances yeah. to catch up. I mean, you have you have eighteen. They had essentially they had eighteen chances or more to get forty nine runs, and. It is so exciting. This game proved it big time. Like I was saying, the first five balls of that first over, I thought we got ice one. And then just with one hit, Aaron hits a six. You're sitting there like, oh, my God. 
Like, are, is Baggage about to do it? Did that just spark Baggage? And then the next over starts, and Obu gets... Obus gets Obu. My goodness. I got that fucking clip from Family Feud stuck in my head. <laughs> you, you ever see it? No. Where, where Steve Harvey's like, what's your name? He goes, my name is Obu. And their last name is Obu. Uh-huh. And he goes, and it's like, your name is Obu Obu. <laughs> and one of his family members goes, ask him his middle name. <laughs> and he goes, what's your middle name? He goes, my middle name is Obu. <laughs> he goes, your, middle, your name is Obu Obu Obu. He goes, who named you? He goes, my father. He's in the audience. <laughs> and he goes, what's your name, sir? And he goes, Obu. <laughs> so, sorry. Sorry, Obus. Sorry, Obus. Um, not to be confused with Kobus. Not to be confused with Kobus. Oh, my God. I have to tell everybody this. Because uh, I went online, and I went on Wikipedia to look up Obus Pinar, right? Because there was a soccer player named Steven Pinar, who's also from South Africa. And I was like, what are the chances that they're related? Looks like Pinar is just like Smith a, a, a for South Africa. A common name over there. Okay. Because I type into Wikipedia, Obus Pinar, and right underneath, it says, not to be confused with Cobus Pinar. <laughs> so do with that uh, what you will. Which to us like, just looks like you could... They put any consonant in front of the O. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he gets two dot balls, and then it shifts back to, oh, my God, is We Got Ice going to do this? Because I I hope I'm not wrong, but I believe there's one guy who's the pro cricket player who is a pitching specialist, a bowling specialist, and I think it was him, but I'm not certain. Um he gets the two, then Jimmy gets a six, then Jimmy gets a run, then Aaron's back up, he finds it, he gets a, a four, then a six, and then it's like, oh, wow, this went from a 49-run mountain to climb to a very, like, if they keep hitting the way they're hitting, like, Luke getting out on the base path might have been the best thing that happened to Baggage, because that brought Aaron in, and Aaron was just yeah, oh, an absolute monster. Yeah, he, he scored. Wagon. He scored twenty-one runs. I want to say in this second inning alone. Yeah, which you aren't expecting because see. the first half he just didn't have it. And yeah, you're, you're watching it, thinking like maybe this his skills just don't translate to this weird sport. And then he's yeah, like, twenty-three. No, 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 I'm a professional. I'll, he scored I'll twenty-three it out. runs in this half inning alone. Yeah, yeah, and him figuring it out helped Jimmy figure it out too because Jimmy was saying that versus a lefty. That was what needed why he needed to get off the plate so much because he he likes being crouched and in on the plate and choking up right. against righties. But the lefty approach, when it was in on him, he just could not reach it. Right, that makes sense. So like this chase was crazy. You know, it went from this seemingly insurmountable task, especially with the way that they played in the first inning, to oh they start off. Obus gets a. Obus gets a uh, no ball to start. They switch sides. Aaron's back up. Aaron's hot. Aaron hits a four. Aaron hits a three. And then all of a sudden, they have four pitches left. And, you know, they need eight runs. And then Jimmy hits a six. And then at this point, like, Jimmy is getting almost two runs scored per ball faced. 
and it's so it seems like a foregone yeah. conclusion unless they could get this amazing like comeback. Yeah, it, 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 at that point, it would have been hard for them to lose. It would have been much hard. It's it's much harder for them to lose at this point. Essentially, they would need three dot balls to win. Yeah, we got ice. Would need three dot balls to win, um, and then it's just the most deflating uh, way to lose a game on a no ball. On a no ball. And I think you saw it in the game. Aaron starts running fucking immediately. Yeah. He's like, I see the win he right here. Up and he was like, oh, I should do this too. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, there's there's no reason not to do this. Yeah. Because if they get the wicket, they still replay the, the points. Right. Because it didn't hit anything. And then they they still have, you know, one more wicket to get, essentially, and one more run on three more balls. Yeah, I wonder if that's something we're going to start seeing more of as the tournament goes along is more aggressive base running just because it forces a lot more throwing around, and I think people are going to realize that the more they throw around, the more it promotes... I, I, you have to be really precise in your throws. I, th- I think it, it, yeah. it is gonna, it's going to be... You see a little bit in the beginning where people are a little bit hesitant to do it, and then once Jack gets his first wicket on a, like a ball and play, I think he gets a little oh. bit aggressive. Yeah, I said it. I said it. He said it. End the podcast. There I think is. he gets Bye, a little guys. bit excited and tries to do it again later. It's like, oh, I, I could easily just like whip it from wherever I am, and it doesn't work out so well the second time. Right. Uh, and now me knowing that it's terrifying to just chuck it against the like the actual wickets or towards those wickets against that wall. That that would be nuts. 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 So, oh, you know what I've been thinking all day? The logo for ball and play looks like a bridge, and I love it. <laughs> I like I love a good bridge. Like I'm I look at it, and I'm like that kind of looks like uh, the Golden State Warriors, like the RFK bridge. I think. Oh, okay. I the go over that bridge. every other week. I go over the RFK. Nope, not the RFK. So, so one well, thing I, I do like a lot about this sport over Blitzball is like we were talking about recapping this bottom half of the inning. It just rem- it just reminded me of like me watching it and really enjoying the back and forth of the batters and just getting to see like all right. I just got a hit. Now you get a hit. And they, in Blitzball, it could easily be so deflating so quickly where no yep. matter what here, you get a lot of opportunities and it gives you a chance to kind of get into a groove. And it's exciting when both of you are on at the same time because you feel like you're watching two unstoppable men. And it's really cool to right. just see like, all right, I'm going to get a couple sixes. Then you come up and you do the same thing. And <laughs> I, I don't know. It just, it, I feel like the two of them were like somehow mentally helping each other by watching the other one perform yeah. well. Well, I mean like... I don't know. Tell me if this sounds weird, but Blitzball is like a run scoring game. Weird. Whereas, oh man, uh, whereas ball and play is more of a run limiting game. Right. So like, you know, yeah, there's going to be a ton of it. So you just want to exactly. get it as low as possible, which is difficult. Exactly. Exactly. You're picking up what I'm putting down. I'm picking it up, baby. You're picking up. I'm picking it, it up. No, it, it's amazing. Also, how hi, you know. <laughs> Scott and Nippa. <laughs> uh, so it, it's amazing how John Boy Media has figured out another sport to put on for us that makes it so that the bottom half of the inning is super exciting always. Like the the home team always has a great chance to win. Like we saw how many walk off wins there were in Blitzball. And now again, right. I guess it's, it's I guess it's more natural for cricket to be this way. Like you said, there's a term for it called the chase. Um, but they really just create these things that make it exciting. Most of the time, you're going to be amped up throughout the duration of the game and not like there's only a couple games in Blitzball that we're like, 
it after the first inning, we were kind of, all right, we see where this is going. You know, right. it's usually always going to be pretty exciting down to the last minute. Right. I don't think I've ever seen a game where the chase comes up short. Really? Which is crazy. But just just, just off the top of my head, mm-hmm. I'm not certain. There definitely could have been. Um, like in professional cricket, I've seen it in professional cricket. But in ball yeah. and play, I have i don't think I've seen Well, that's something exciting to look out for, too, is to see someone stop the, the home team. Oh, what am I talking about? In the last, um, oh, man, that's crazy. The second training video that they put out, it that happens. Mm. Spoiler alert. I don't think you're going to go back and watch it now, but the second training video very much seemed like the team that was batting last was going to say blow was going to win up. because it was so close, and then they just got the three wickets. Right, that's what I was going to say. That like I'm excited for a game like that where like, well, they only have this much to cap up, catch up with, so it should be pretty easy for them yeah. to do it. And then they, the defense just comes alive. Yep, that's. What, I'm sorry for spoiling it for you if you wanted to no, watch it. Still. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to watch the training videos anymore. But uh, the it, that's what happened, and that's one of the only times I think that I've seen that. Just because, like, I don't know the the spirit of competitive spirit yes <laughs> takes over i'm a wordsmith <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm a spirit word miss um uh this is why i work with numbers ladies and gentlemen um wait so the three things you work with numbers ladies numbers, and gentlemen numbers ladies gentlemen okay Good numbers know. ladies gentlemen. in that order um but yeah, super, super exciting. I could say this 150 times. I think I've said it at least 30 so far this episode. Chase is Numbers great. Uh, both of these teams looked really good. It was one of those things where it didn't look like one team was way better than the other, and it didn't look like one team didn't know what was going on. Both teams like clearly had this little learning curve of it's like, oh, this isn't Blitzball. Like you saw Jimmy at the very beginning... Uh, I don't know if he wasn't running because he thought it was a four that was locked up or he wasn't running because he was too used to blitz ball. But I think Jimmy's first two hits, he kind of like hit it. And then like Zoe blocked the wall mm-hmm. from it getting a four. And then Jimmy like was just watching it. And then yeah, he ran. And yeah. it made it a lot closer. Like he was never going to be out. But and, it and made then, it a lot closer. They, than they made the, um, the two boundaries. I don't know what to call those lines. But they made them closer yeah. than last year too, right? So they... they it's not that far to get to. Right. So you can, so just, like, you can go there pretty quickly. So there was, um, like, you saw Jimmy learn and, like, the other guys learn, like, oh, even if you think it's a four or a six, just fucking run. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and it was like, shake off that rust, shake off that rust. You saw We Got Ice did it, putting up over 40 in the second inning, and then Baggage put up 49 in the second inning to win it. Um both of these teams looked good. Both of these teams looked like they adapted really well to the game itself. I'm excited to see their second game because I expect it to, like, I, this may be lofty expectations, but I expect both of these teams to get a lot closer to 100. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting uh, higher totals. I, I I said, I touched on it before, but I, I expect teams to get more aggressive in the base pass because one of the things that seems like it would translate from baseball or blitzball is that forcing other teams to throw it around makes for a bad day for the defense. Right. Even if you're a good defense and you're good at throwing it around and you're accurate, eventually it's going to come and it's going to rain down on you and it's not going to look good. Yeah, these guys, Joe's said it to us. 
Uh, but these guys like throwing themselves around and like sliding on the concrete are fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like every Even time they made I'm it like, nicer on their bodies by like putting better flooring down and stuff and like they're wearing pants now. Still, it's still, it's still concrete. Yeah. Uh, every time I'm like, I want to play this game so bad. Oh, yeah. Cause I mean, like I keep wanting to say crits ball. But like the more I think about it, they're not playing with a blitz ball. No, they're so not. So how could this be? Crazy? I guess the only thing that's that's blitz ball-y is the bat itself. But that's just a exactly. Blitz ball bat. Um, I want to play so bad, and then I'm like, oh, but like everybody who's playing is throwing themselves onto the ground, and I don't <laughs> yeah. know if I want to do that. Well, if you part do it outside it, somewhere, I don't know. I don't know how you could play it in there in real life. But I'm um, thirty now. You're thirty. I now played blitz ball with the body on of a Thursday, and my back hurt for the entire weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that'll happen. That'll get you. I'm too old. Yeah. To be having fun. This is what this game the Lord does is look like. It might be even more fun to play than watch. Like I, I feel like they're yep. having a blast in there. Oh, absolutely, and it's so fast paced. Yeah. There's always something going on. You're never waiting. Never waiting. Unless you're not hitting. Do you want to go into it, Brendan? Do you have anything more to say about the game itself? No, just uh, just the stuff that's going to come up naturally in the segments. Player of the game. Player of the game. Back by popular demand. Player of the game. We got so many tweets and DMs saying, oh, I hope you bring it back for Blitz Like Nobody voted on a so, player of the game when Joe's McFly was on. Nobody wanted to do that. Guess what, guys? We got it. And who's the player of the game? Jimmy The O'Brien. Jimmy, for sure. Jimmy did it. Jimmy had an amazing game. Jimmy scored 20, uh, 25 points off of hits, five points off of no balls, which is nuts because uh, the other team only threw four no balls, which means Jimmy was very aggressive. He got the one, and he was running on the no balls. Um, and then on the pitching side of it, Jimmy averaged 12 runs per, which is two runs per batter, which is, you know, not fantastic, but 12 runs per is nuts. That means you're holding him to 36 each time. He bowled four overs, and he did a great job at each one. Pitched one no ball, six dot balls. Oof. That's crazy. Dot balls are very exciting because you, you don't see him coming. Like we were talking about, it, it looks like everyone's going to smoke the ball. And as soon right. as they swing and miss or like foul tip it into the strike zone, you're like, ooh, that's, that's important. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yep. Well, even I think it was Jimmy... No, I think it was Jack, actually, where, like, they actually got a hit off, but it didn't go far enough. Yeah, yeah. For them to run. Like, dot balls are very exciting. Yeah. Um, You know, Jimmy only allowed the one run off the no ball because they didn't run. And that was a funny one because Jimmy, it was like Chris Rose was like, Jimmy hasn't thrown one. And then he's, then, like, they get this camera angle of him throwing it. And before it even leaves his hand, Jimmy's like, ah, shit. <laughs> so, so that was pretty funny. Um Jimmy got a dot ball on the next pitch. Just want to put that out there. Uh Jimmy had the game of his life. Um my expectation coming into this game was the pros were gonna do, you know, great because they're pros. And then the next best player was going to be Jimmy because one, he invented the sport. And two, he's the only person, to my knowledge, who like watches cricket of the people who play right. besides uh, Atif. So he's theoretically got the best of both worlds because he doesn't have right. the cricket skills that might hinder you at first, and he knows Sing exactly it. what you're looking for. Sing it, Brendan. 
He's got the best <laughs> of both worlds. A lot of, uh, teenage, a lot of teenage sitcoms today. <laughs> <laughs> What's that one? Hannah Montana. Oh, I never watched it. I just heard the song. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a. I would say Zoe Owen one's probably better. Yeah, probably. Play yeah. of the game. <laughs> wow. wow, they left my joke. <laughs> oh, that man. was yeah. It wasn't about the segment. That was just about the joke. Ball and play is is my year. <laughs> it's your year, Peter. <laughs> It's my year. And we're all just living in my year. You're just living in my year, guys. All right, let's end the episode. Now I'm starting to think that the segment we're missing should just be talking about uh, childhood TV shows. Talking about the Yankees? How can we relate ball and play to Zoe 101 every episode? Zoe 101. Ooh. (laughs) This week's Jake's Matthew Award goes to. (laughs) (laughs) Chase Matthew's Play of the Game (laughs) Award goes to. Uh, The Play of the Game goes to. Jack Doyle's laser at the strike zone to get a wicket on Luke O'Brien. Good one. Incredible play. I mean, that could have been a humongous turn of events if, uh, say, that that was the first wicket. Maybe they get two more, and then they shut him down, and they win the game. That's not what happened. Um, but that was an absolute... Like, he threw it so fucking hard, and for it to... Like, Peter shat talk all the defensemen on the field today because he's making fun of them for how big the strike zone is and how no one can hit it. Jack knows exactly how big it is and knows exactly how hard to throw it and absolute piss missile right at it. Missile. It was really awesome to, to watch that. We hadn't seen anything like that in this game so far. So to see the potential of an awesome defensive play besides just blocking the ball against the wall was really cool. But on the other side of it, we saw what happens if you miss that strike zone. More runs score. So it is a big risk to yes. absolutely blast it at either wicket. Um, yep. So be careful out there. I mean, that was in such a do-or-die situation, too. Yeah. Um, that was the one in the second inning, right? Yes. Yep. So that one absolutely could have turned the tide. That one could have killed all of the momentum. I mean, it had the opposite effect in yeah. inadvert- or indirectly giving all the momentum to them because Aaron kind of got his groove after that. Yeah. But imagine that same over. Now, like... Jimmy hits a lazy pop-up, and there's two wickets right. in the same over. Like, that puts a lot of pressure on you. Huge. Massive. Massive. Wicket, wicket, wicket. Can't you see? There you go. That's Peter, what you get for you free, love guys. <laughs> I know. I don't know what's going on. I had, like, three hours of sleep last night. So, <laughs> that's what it could be. Just a little bit of delirium. Uh but I don't got nothing else to talk about. Yeah. Next game is we got I or yeah. Next game is <laughs> <laughs> forgotten forgotten rotten versus love yes. <laughs> um, I don't know what to expect. There honestly guys, is no way really to uh, preview it. The for only us. time like Nikki and Dalton and Penick, I believe those are the only three guys. Who have done anything in terms of ball and play. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Oh, Rob. Rob was in the first ball and play league, but then Nikki Dalton and Pennick were all like just in the training videos. Yeah. So and then you obviously have Russ and Calvin who are the professionals. Yeah. Um so I don't know what to expect. 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know what to expect from like individual performances in this tournament in general because I feel like it could go people. You can go so hot and so cold because it, it's not super skill based because the ball's thrown so slow. You need to just find a good stroke. Um, but like, I don't know how much better anyone can be than another person at the plate and even right. pitching too because you're just trying to throw it very straight and lazily over the plate. I'm, right. I'm more, I'm more like interested said, in like the personalities in this tournament and like the gameplay with like game to game. Like I said, man, like Jimmy is the only one who I had expectations for, right? Because Jimmy created the whole thing and Jimmy knows like how to do cricket essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jimmy's living up to it, yeah. But you're seeing everybody else figure it out too. Jack was always going to be good. There's nothing that Jack, no kind of game that Jack is not good at. Mm-hmm. Zoe is going to be good. You know, Zoe had the most hits out of everybody today. Um, yeah, 11 hits, huge. Next highest was nine. Fantastic job for Zoe. Yeah. Um, but then you have like, you know, Jake, who I feel like he had a good game, but I feel like he could have been better. Um, you know, Luke, who in the first ball and play tester league, Luke was unreal. Brendan, if you go back and watch it, you would think that Luke, like, has been playing this game for 25 years. Really? Okay, so maybe he'll, you know, he'll break Luke out. Luke was unreal. He said in the pregame that he has 10 years of experience, and it looked like it, and then in this game, it was just, like, not good. He didn't get a lot of opportunities either. No, but he got a wicket early on. He yeah. got his opportunity, he got a wicket, like, right, right away. Um, and he tried to make that diving catch that he dropped, and, you know, he'll get there. Luke is an athletic guy. He'll get oh, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a matter of when, because yeah. you saw Aaron figured it out. Luke's gonna figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Obus, I'm very excited um, to see more. Obis did a great job today. Atif did a great job today. Like everybody's doing well. Nobody's. I'm not seeing anybody, and I'm like, mm, that's not too good, there, buddy. Right. Yeah, it's just the people that get out early. Yeah, Luke, get your Luke. fucking game up. Get it up. Get your fucking game up, Lucas. <laughs> coming for the jugular. All right. We're going we're going for the jugular. We're a Zopod, which means we're anti Luke. That's the rules. That's the rules. I don't know what you, what do you expect from Them's us? Them's the rules. Them's the rules. Them's the rules. Peter. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Nope. <laughs>